Hello. Welcome to Devoted to the Dirty Details podcast. This is our Columbus, Ohio wedding podcast brought to you by Devoted Columbus. And we are here today with, well, myself, I am the CEO of Devoted Columbus and Tammy Say hey. Hi. <laughs> she has been with our company for about eight years and she knows a ton about weddings. So, and then we've got Michelle, she, he, she runs <laughs> our wedding division and wedding day assistant division. So, say hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> and, and what's your name? Oh, I said Jamie. Oh, did, I didn't say my name. You didn't oh, say I'm your so name. Sorry. Yes, I'm Jamie. And my background is in wedding planning. I started my wedding planning company about 20 years ago. and. Here I am doing podcasts now. Crazy, crazy what these times bring, right? Mm-hmm. So today we are going to talk to you about venues, and it's such a big, um, it's such a big topic that we're going to break it into two. So um, we we think our categories are kind of like the DIY, and as planners, this is kind of what we call these DIY venues, and we'll kind of dig into that. And then um, our next podcast will be about more full service venues. So. Um, and so let's go through some what we consider our DIY venues. What yeah. do you guys think? Oh, gosh. DIY venues. Um, I would say the Henry Manor out in Lancaster. Great venue. Um, which And what I love about it is that you can bring in your own caterer. You can bring in your own alcohol. You can bring in everything. The problem is you have to bring in staff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what else? Gehanna Sanctuary. Were you going to oh, just yeah. say that? <laughs> that was a big one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I always think about that one. Again, do you... Uh, you know, do it yourself. I remember doing a wedding at the, um, oh gosh, what is it called? The YMCA, the Hoover Y. That one is very much DIY. There's so many of them. Oh, yeah. There's so many of we them. We couldn't even go through a list. No. But, you know, they're very, the one thing about them is that you you get to make that space what you want it to be, really, mm-hmm. and bring yeah. in your own vendors. And often they're a little more affordable than yeah. your full service. They mm-hmm. definitely, definitely tend to be more affordable. So, you know, but they are more work. And that's why we're kind of calling them DIY. Um many you know you since you can bring in your own alcohol you've got to order it know how to order it know how much to order it um you you've got to ask these venues the diy venues probably a lot of a lot more questions on what they're going to be providing and what they don't provide um such as rentals i mean you know finding out if they have tables and chairs or if they have silverware china um all of that type of stuff Mm -hmm. so making sure or linens um so that's a big one right there it's you know your diy venues oftentimes don't have tables and chairs and linen so i think it's a great point so the venues you know you know i'm thinking you know on category wise we're talking about diy venues could be your backyard it could be a park it can be um a barn barn. yep Mm -hmm. barns and what else do we have barns backyards parks parks yeah Yeah, those are i mean i guess those are in more rustic rustic areas Mm -hmm. um pieces of land yeah (laughs) yeah so you there's so many things to consider when you choose these venues um so i don't know do we want to go into some of 
the rental type things that besides what I've just mentioned that they'd have to consider? Well, I live on a farm and so, and it's beautiful. And I get so many people when they come out, the first thing they say is you should rent this out for a wedding. You should rent this out for a wedding. There's a big barn. There's, it looks almost like a park, tons of trees. And the first thing I think of is, well, you better hire mosquito squad mm -hmm. or the mosquito authority to come out and and spray because I can't even stand to be out there for 10 minutes depending on the night. So, you know, think yeah. about your outside surroundings. And that's one thing that I think a lot of brides and grooms um, and couples in general overlook when they're outside are the bugs. Yep. The, yes. the elements of even what you're wearing, you know, maybe changing clothing and your shoes consider where you're walking mm -hmm. maybe for your ceremony yep tent's a big one too that's yeah you know it's almost like you you have to have a tent when you are at a barn mm -hmm. um just as an as an option or not a barn but you know a, like a, at a area. residence yeah, yeah. residence mm -hmm. you need that extra layer of uh, you know of space and then it may rain so i always have a rain plan yeah we have that's, yeah. that's a must you yeah. know don't don't chance it it's just going to stress you out on your wedding day so mm -hmm. with this diys you don't want any more stress you know you have to give and take you save some money but you got to work a little harder so work smarter right mm -hmm. oh yeah when i think about diy i think of a wedding i did in westerville and it was at their house and they had a barn and um Aside from the mosquitoes and what have you, um, a generator, huge. Oh, good yeah. point. You, yep. need, you need power. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you're going to have a band or mm -hmm. let's say a band, a photo booth, you know, what mm -hmm. what is everything that's going to suck power and where Lighting. is the power source? Mm -hmm. Lighting in the mm -hmm. tent. Yep. Um, that's another thing, too, is just lighting. I don't think anybody thinks about, okay, when it gets dark, what is this space going to look like? Yeah. It's super, super important to know, like be in that space at the time your your wedding is going to happen. If it's a ceremony and a reception, so you can see what areas need to be lit, like the walkways, mm -hmm. like where their guests are going to maybe walk to their car, walk to the venue, the bathrooms, the, you know, all areas. You just need to, it's such a big thing that I think mm -hmm. is not thought about really. Oh yeah, no. When people say you should do a wedding at your house, I think of those two things first and then I think, you're not coming in my house to go potty. No, yeah. <laughs> I only have two bathrooms in my house, and guess what? You're not using them. You're so not you stopping up the toilet. You better hire <laughs> a porta potty. Yes, yeah. and there's some really nice ones oh, out there. Ni nicer than oh, what they man. would get in my house. I'm telling you that right now. There's some really really good ones. Yeah, there's one in Columbus that has like black toilets, black pedestals. I mean, they're it, they're beautiful. They're, it's luxury. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. luxury. So yeah. you you don't have to when you think of the. I don't know, green utility ones. You don't have to have those for your wedding. There's even a couple that are painted. They're, they have painting. We did one, a house oh. wedding in Dublin and really cute. It was odd placement where we placed them like right when they walked in in the driveway, but it's the only place we could put them. Oh, wow. So you have to consider where these can go mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Um, so it was, since it was the guest's first impression when they were walking in, they had to be pretty. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> All right. So DIY, you're going to save yeah. money, but off the bat, we just kind of threw three big things at you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and in venues like an old Gahanna Sanctuary or um, Amelita Mor Morello, Mm -hmm. you have they do provide some additional things mm -hmm. right so you do yep. get those tables and chairs or at least 
some of them that so you may not have to rent but in some of those cases you're responsible for setting it up or finding people to set them up so you know as opposed to a barn wedding where you may have to you know hire in uh, someone for all of that you may have a little bit more in some cases or some diy um locations but you got to know there's still work super good point and Mm -hmm. you you know who are you going to have do that stuff right be Mm -hmm. careful with who you pick don't don't put your anybody in your bridal party or family members these need to be like your babysitter or you know i don't know (laughs) or you hire it out second cousin or (laughs) yeah or hire it out we have some good options for you that we'll talk about later but yes oh yeah how many times have we said no bride or groom should ever have to work on their wedding day Mm -hmm. That is my Always. biggest pet peeve, yeah. biggest pet peeve ever. And you mm-hmm. won't regret that decision. You will not. No. Yeah. yeah. Keep, keep, the, keep the stress low. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of benefits to these locations as well. And some of the benefits are the space, the amount of space that they have. They're mm-hmm. so spread out. And due to COVID, this is, this is becoming very popular. Um, because you can have your ceremony in one spot, your reception then in the next, and then you can have um, or cocktail hour in another one. You can even have dancing in another, so you can be spread out. It also provides some excitement, you know, mm-hmm. movement mm-hmm. Um, during the event to keep guests. I don't know if it's okay to be keep guests up and floating around or if they need to stay seated. <laughs> I just I did a wedding last year. It was a barn wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. And they had teepees a little off in the distance where guests could stay the night oh, yeah. if Love they it. got too I've intoxicated. Love mm-hmm. it. Loved it. It was really muddy, guys. It was really muddy, but <laughs> it was amazing. And they had little they had little um, beds in them, and yep. it was so great. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple companies in town that that provide that. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's keep in mind when you do that. It is not July and August, okay, people? Do not do it. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Like that's definitely a fun fall a fall event definitely yeah I, that'd be cool yeah and then what about the amount of activities oh the yard games mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah, yeah. Ball Camp- ball. campfires campfires mm-hmm. s'mores yep. s'mores mm-hmm. yeah there's just so much flexibility when you have a blank space sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. well and again it is a blank space mm-hmm. so you almost can create the look to be anything you want it to be i mean and just because it's rustic and it doesn't have to be a rustic theme, it can still be luxurious. Oh, and yeah. Fancy. You can fancy it up. What I like about venues like that is they often give you more time to set up. You know what I mean? You get like the whole day ahead of time. Or the, or whatever. Yeah, the day before. Yes. Where you don't get that with a lot of venues. No, so. exactly. No, Sometimes really you get the like whole that. weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That means you can go home and the next day you can have someone tear down, which Mm -hmm. is a huge plus in some cases. Absolutely. No, I love that. Um, So if you were to do, let's go back to the backyard wedding. You mentioned, you know, COVID right now. And I feel like a lot of people are just right as of right now, the restrictions are still at 300, but a lot of people from what I've seen, you know, from our Facebook groups are, well, I'm just going to have it at my house where there aren't any restrictions. Um, what can those people expect when having a wedding in their backyard or their parents' land or that sort of thing as far as destroying the property? 
Uh, I think you um, have b- a besides story the, here. Yeah. Oh wait, Jamie probably has a ton of uh-huh. stories. <laughs> well, should I tell you? I could tell you about my backyard wedding, oh. and then I can tell you a horror story. Okay, tell, I think we tell need the horror story. You want the horror story first? <laughs> okay, yeah, and then we'll end on a happy note, which okay. hopefully yours was. So this really wasn't a a backyard wedding, but it was a wedding. Um, this would be kind of considered a park wedding. This wasn't. This was in Ohio. It wasn't in town, and it was there was an, a building that um, had the bathrooms in it and mm-hmm. the kitchen and you could have an event in it but the bride chose to have the event out outside she had 550 people wow so it was basically she they knew the entire town and they invited the, the entire town okay. so it was a 550 person wedding so it was tented um and so <laughs> this we have all these people and we find out that there's no person in charge of the building. So there's nobody there that's just like, okay, here's your, you just have this land and you have this building Mm -hmm. and we're gone. I don't even know if they knew who was supposed to lock up or if they gave like the bride the keys, like here, go ahead and lock the door or something. Yeah. So this wasn't a full service wedding that we jumped on. It was, you know, the wedding weekend, 30 days out. But okay, just jumping to the story, this is one bad well two two bad things one was when it came to the cake cutting the caterer did not cut the cake so again you you need to know who's gonna do what yes and you you would assume most of us assume the caterer cuts the cake mm-hmm. you can't ever assume in a wedding you have to know who everybody was doing it so we our staff had to cut a cake okay this For was 500 people 550 mm-hmm. person cake our mm-hmm. cake was five tiers tall and then it had those arms out so the cakes were oh all like there's mini cakes like all over we had to cut it and we had to plate it up oh my gosh and serve it because they didn't serve it oh my gosh okay you now you know i'm in a we're in the backwoods of somewhere no. with this 500 we're in a very small town so then the next thing that happens mm-hmm. is probably the worst thing that could ever happen and it's in the building and it's the toilets oh no Oh no! And oh, they no. overflowed. Oh no! Mm-hmm. In the boys' bathroom or the girls' bathroom? I don't even know if there was a boys and girls. I, okay. Well, I don't know which one. Okay. But this was many, many, many years ago. This okay. is when I first started. <laughs> okay, this is what you get. But um, the toilets overflowed, and there the caterer wouldn't touch it. Of course, the caterer wouldn't touch no. it. So who's no, gonna write? Who's gonna do it? But us, mm-hmm. the wedding planners. Oh yeah. Who get stuck doing everything? Oh, all the should I the poopy work mm-hmm. so um yeah thank god my lovely husband was on this one because we had to have a five-person team oh no. for 550 people yeah. and because he was the only man he Aww. got to like plunge toilets god and bless him mop it up and i can't believe he's not here listening to this because oh he would have laughed but la- not then not right. then it was it was horrible and not only this is another thing the the location of the tent was yes. very far from the building. Oh, no. So the servers would have to go mm. all the way from the tent all the way to the building. Oh, that's horrible. It was horrible. They should have had a back of house area closer, you know, with pipe and drape or something. It, okay, so my the moral of this story yes. is hire a good caterer. This is not a place where, I don't know, aunt and uncle Mm-mm. do the food. It's not. No. No. Can I go back to the cake just real quick? Because that just is bugging me so bad. If you are, if if Aunt Martha is like, oh, I'll cut the cake, that's fine. One thing you have to remember is 
teach her how to cut the cake. Case in point, I was at a my cousin's daughter's grad graduation party a couple years ago, and they were too cheap, too, too cheap to pay a little extra to have the caterer cut the cake. Oh no, we'll do it. So they had a beautiful tiered cake. It looked like a mini wedding cake. And they're over there hacking up this poor cake, kind of like the slices you get at the uh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, like, like yes. gigantic. Yes. Like round cakes where you basically cut them into triangles. And you cannot do that. Yes. And I was just like, nah. I jumped in. I backed, I just made everyone go away and I did it. And I was covered in frosting. Be <laughs> and luckily, being in this industry, I learned because I've seen enough caterers cut the cake to know what the appropriate size and how to cut the center and do the slices are. Thank God, because they probably would have fed 12 people yep. with the size of cake, the size of people. And ran out. Yeah, yep. and ran out. So yeah. um, if Aunt Martha key. is going to cut your cake, tell her to learn how. And thank God we knew how. So yes, especially with 550 people. But yes. It was like a never-ending cutting of the cake. Oh, yeah. It went on, like, for hours. <laughs> oh, my god! Anyway, it, the, so a caterer, you, these are questions. We'll get into another catering podcast. Yeah. But you just, since most of these venues do have off-site caterers, most of the venues also do have a, a, a list that mm -hmm. you can choose from. So most of them know this but you never again you never want to assume you always want to ask will you guys be cutting the cake will you be providing the plates will you know do i need to provide a cake knife and server do you do you know all that type of stuff mm -hmm. um let's talk about the bar for oh. just a minute okay because i think there's a lot to be said about what you have to do when there's a bar yeah. at a a venue that doesn't offer that okay jamie opinion kegs or no kegs i've had plenty of brides and grooms say we'll just get a keg i don't see that that's a bad thing for an outdoor wedding okay um i've heard both i've heard that there's excess spillage you know because you're just helping yourself and maybe it's cheaper to get bottles i don't know i really don't know yeah i think it's all right what do you think michelle yeah i think so i um yeah i it's still i still recommend some sort of bartender though oh yeah, you know? yeah. Mm -hmm. i don't like the self-service because that just opens it up to a whole bunch of issues when mm -hmm. you have that but i think a keg is fine as long as someone's serving it i gotcha yeah yeah your key well okay so again i'm praying that your caterer handles the bar because then they will know to get the garnishments and the plates and the napkins and the straws and the stirred sticks you know just all the things you need to know that i don't think our everyday couple thinks about right mm -mm. so this is where you recruit help and and if they don't there are um services in columbus ohio that offer um staffing mm -hmm. and whether it be servers whether whether it be bartenders and they know when to cut people off if they've had too much to drink because you do not want to send people home drunk from your home wedding your home wedding because you can't blame this on a venue now, you, you know, it's, it's you and you, you better have some heavy liability insurance at home, some heavy homeowners insurance. I'm not, I'm not a great insurance person, but I would imagine you have to have some insurance to cover yourself just yeah, in case you, anything happens. You need that liability insurance. You're essentially, when you do it on your own, you are taking 
the risk. The risk you're taking. It's your liability on the line. So something to keep in in mind. I, I do have a lot of what we would call like a DIY client who does buy their own alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that three out of the four weddings that I would do who opted to purchase their own alcohol, they run out of alcohol. We just did one. Andrea just was at a wedding and they ran out. And she, I don't think she ended up running, but I think the caterer ended up running out to go get it. And then there's a lull and the guests are like, where's the alcohol? And it just is awkward. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, at a home wedding, you guys, if you already drink, I mean, it's a no brainer. Order too much and you'll have, you can keep drinking it, have parties after. Absolutely. I did a wedding at um, View once where um, they ordered too much and the mother of the bride tipped me in booze. Okay. They don't want to take, take it home. Every time. Me too. I popped the I popped the back of that Honda Pilot and filled her up. I'm like, yeah. my husband wants that. I want this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best tip ever. Yeah. That's great. I mean, you could. You could give each of your vendors a bottle of wine mm-hmm. that's left over. Yeah. I mean, how nice is that? That was a great tip. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tip and booze. Yeah. There's so your, so now for the happy party. Now for mm. your DIY wedding. We heard the horror story. I want to hear the good story now. Well, okay. So uh, this was back in 23, 24 years ago. Okay. Um, it, and I did a long distance, well, living in Columbus, Ohio, when I got married in my parents' backyard in Connecticut. And I, I never thought anything, any other place I would have gotten married. Um, so my husband was from upstate New York, so they were only like three hours away from there. So it was just a good time and we decided to do it in July. So it'd be a vacation month so people could make it a vacation after. And, you know, we, we, we got, we invited about 120 and about 120 came. So, I mean, it was kind of crazy. It was very unusual or we maybe we invite 150 and 120. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't your normal 80%. So, which was great because it was again, a perfect size, but we did hire the right caterer. And what was super important to us was the food anyway. So what I didn't realize was we spent like $50 in food because we love, love food. Mm -hmm. And then $50 was the part of the rentals. So $50. $50. So it, it, the $50 included all your tables, all your linens, your tent. Um, I don't even know if it included the dance floor, but I had to have a dance floor. So it included everything, china, silverware, glassware, so everything. But it's just something you don't think about. So it was basically 100 per person in an outdoor backyard wedding. Right. And I figured 50s, you know, 50 was fine, but I didn't. I wasn't realizing the other 50. Mm-hmm. So anyway it you know that was great we had to get a porta potty because and we had to get a handicap one because my mother-in-law was in a wheelchair so mm-hmm. um we had to get a handicap one we decorated it make it all pretty um but we had you know you have to we did get the tiki torches we put all around for mosquitoes mm-hmm. so you had to deal with the mosquitoes i think really the only thing that went wrong we i tried to save money somewhere and i did my own centerpieces i borrowed from a local florist here 
back then I'm embarrassed, Eiffel Towers uh-huh. and um, brought them to Connecticut and then got wildflowers and put wildflowers in for the outdoor thing. And it was a windy day. They mm-hmm. all blew over yep. every single one. Yes. So yep. that didn't work out very well. Yeah. That's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> one that I think we've all learned the hard way. Tall centerpieces on windy days oh, are not friends. No. Nope. I did, you know, I just something it, I never, and I was not a wedding planner then. Right. So right. I didn't even yeah, think of that. Yeah. So, who would have thought? Um, but my favorite, my favorite thing was, you know, the caterer handled the bartending mm-hmm. that we got the alcohol. My, the caterer just handled everything, which was yeah. nice. They handled the cake cutting. Um, my favorite thing of the wedding was the butterfly re- release. We did a butterfly release. So I kind of stuck with butterflies the rest of my life. Everybody sends me butterfly cards still oh. even now. Well, look what's on our boob right now. Our yeah. logo. Oh. <laughs> right. Our logo. Just, it just kept going. Right now, you, so our butterflies. Actually, that is the story. Isn't That's that funny? Did you even realize that we well, all Well, I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, butterflies. Um, but it, the feeling, I have to say the feeling, whether it's in your backyard or whether it's in a barn or anything, it feels so good. The, it, it feels awesome. I mean, you're, you, you can keep things going. You can be as flexible. You know, of course, you have to talk to all your neighbors. Okay, you have oh, to. Oh, my gosh. And you better invite your neighbors, too. Yeah. You oh, have yeah. to. But there was one other thing that went wrong. So you, you have to consider parking. Uh-huh. And sometimes you have to consider parking at all of these places, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Father of the bride. Do you remember that little kid? He was like 11. Him and his friends were parking the cars. That's kind of what mine Don't was like. Don't you remember like. that? <laughs> yes, I do. Father of the bride. Because they did it at home and the little kid and like they, the cops came because there were too many, you cars. know, cars on the street. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. There is a venue though. We had to drive a golf cart. One of our jobs as a planner was to drive the golf cart from the parking lot and drive the guests to the reception, you know, mm-hmm. to the reception because it was far and there was older people and they didn't want them to walk. Oh, we I did that at a did wedding in, in Hilliard. They got married at a park and yes, you we had to got, drive. Yeah, we yeah. had the golf cart going. Yeah. Hey, that, just a side note, a great rental item for any wedding like that is to rent a golf cart and they're very inexpensive. They're not are. bad. They're mm-hmm. not bad. Century golf cart. Yeah. Yep. They're right around amazing. the corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that, I didn't consider was the valet parkers and it ended up being my brother and his friends. Oh no. And it was, it was fine in the beginning, you know, and we, uh, a neighbor had um, a land, a piece of land right across the street. And so they, the cars went there, but we didn't think about the end part, them getting the cars back. And that's when they were trashed. Oh no. They they part, they partook (laughs) in the wedding festivities. So I think, unfortunately, the majority of the guests had to go get their, find their own oh cars. Of course they did. Of course. Hey, everything can't be perfect. Don't ever go into your wedding thinking it's all going to be perfect. You yes. will laugh about mm-hmm. it later. But you know what? It was the best darn party we ever had. Who decorated so. your cake table? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. Um, yes. So, yeah. That, well, and... You know, we, it was a beautiful cake and the, oh my gosh, my, I'm not even a cake person, but our flavors, it was like a dreamsicle cake. Mm. It had Grand Marnay and orange and strawberries. It was just amazing. And we ate the cake top the next day for breakfast. Yes. Done and done. Mm. Love it. But yeah, it was a small thing, but the cake table never got decorated. Oh, well. well. I know. A naked table. Yeah. Pretty cake. 
when I hear stories like this, all I keep thinking is why didn't they hire help? Why didn't they hire help? I think if there's one thing anybody should consider when doing your own is a day of assistant. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just can't even, you know. Even if it's – and it doesn't – I'm not going to say it doesn't have to be professional, but you could somebody who's been married mm-hmm. and has gone through it. And if it's your, you know, a friend, why not hire them? It's at least somebody. See, I, somebody. I say if you, I say that you hire someone who isn't actively involved in the wedding. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Otherwise, they're going to be too of. drunk to get the cars at the end of the night. <laughs> Absolutely. And when it comes to those kinds of things, I said hire hire that ballet company. Oh, you yes. know. Oh. But absolutely. Yes. I mean, wow, do you really want your dad to work or your mom to work on the wedding day either? No, no, absolutely not. If your dog poops no. on the dance floor, who's going to clean that up? I've done that. I know. That's why I said that. <laughs> I've cleaned up dog poop on the altar at yeah. a church. Yeah. Who's gonna who's <laughs> going to take your gifts from, you know, the gift table to your car for, you know, to secure them? Who's going who's gonna do all that busy work? And it, it literally is worth more the so, money. Yeah. More mm-hmm. so at these DIY places. Again, ask you know, ask if there is a venue coordinator and what their duties are, what they will cover for you. Because mm-hmm. um, of course you don't want to duplicate that. Um, you wanna make sure that you're covered in all ways. Um, something, you know, we'll talk about this, but something you have to coordinate a little bit more yourself at a DIY to maybe your own timeline mm-hmm. and your own um, just, you know, what what's going to happen throughout the day and who's going to do it. So just make sure you iron that out ahead of time. Yep. I had a timeline even before then, before I need, knew I wanted to be a wedding planner. That's good. Yes. And there's a good sample timeline on um in the Devoted Columbus Wedding Planning Guide. If you don't have a copy of it, go to the website, www.devotedcolumbus.com, and um, you can get a downloadable version or, you know, a a virtual version of that. And um, I think that's really helpful to have that timeline, that sample timeline, because everyone needs a timeline just to keep everything going. And even if you need more of a timeline, reach out to us. We're happy to send you samples. I do timelines all day, every day. So (laughs) (laughs) reach out to me. I can help you through it. And if you just want a timeline, we could could do that for you. Whatever it is. But for DIYs, let's see, our, our venues, are we missing anything else that we want to tell them? Well, um, I, I have a good list, a great list. For people who are specifically looking for this, if you go to engagedcolumbus.com, I actually just posted today on the blog um, our wedding venue um List guide. guide yeah oh, oh, and if you good. if you open it there's a chart right on page like 12 right in the middle that has a list of tons of venues and it'll tell you whether or not it allows outside alcohol outside catering if you're specifically looking for a barn which many of those do allow outside yep. stuff um, flip towards the back and there's a whole list of rustic and barn venues so if you are one of these DIY brides and you're looking for those types of venues, um, that's a great resource. So engagedcolumbus.com, go to the blog section. And Mm -hmm. engagedcolumbus.com is a venue finder website. I mean, it's all Mm -hmm. just filled with venues. So if you are in search of your venue, this is where you want to start. It's yeah. a, just a great, great start. There's some place. great videos on there. So, yeah. um, you know, tours. Tons, yeah, kind of video yeah. tours. So you can kind of just get a really good feel about what the venue is about. So. Without having to leave your house. Yes. 
which is most having to put on your mask. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we talk about, you know, needing help on your wedding day. It's we offer that service here as well, wedding day assistant. Uh, it's really geared towards our DIY clients who It's so affordable. Oh, it's so affordable. For absolutely. What you get. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a little flyer here um, in front of me. But uh, I mean, things that you wouldn't, that you're not going to have time to do. So setting your centerpieces, you did your centerpieces or you had a friend do them. We can set those for you. You need somebody to put up your seating chart. We can do that for you. You need someone to help coordinate, make sure everything is happening on time per the timeline that you created. Let us do that for you. I've run ran errands. I have made sure that when you run out of alcohol at a DIY wedding, that I coordinate with the with the caterer and make sure that they can help us out and make sure that you know you're you know you're okay with us purchasing that for you. So those kinds of things we can take care of, and of course, not to mention picking dog poop off of a <laughs> what, what's, the aisle. What's ca- what's one of the craziest things you've ever done as a wedding day assistant for your client? I wasn't prepared for this. I do anything for my clients. Right. I remember going and getting smokes for somebody, super plus <laughs> tampons. I took care of someone's dog the day of because she brought her dog to the wedding. Yeah. There's a mean, whole a whole so another podcast we have to put I together. That'd You're right. Good one. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That'd be a great one. Another discussion for another day. <laughs> so much, so much. <laughs> but not only the wedding day assistant, but if you are in need of full service, you're working you know, full time and you just don't have the time to put that together. You know, we've got a team of people that do that as well. So even for DIY weddings. Yeah, absolutely. So. It just depends on your, you know, level of involvement, your level yeah. of need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, Devoted Columbus is a wedding resource here for you. We are local. We, you know, we're we have Facebook groups. We have Ohio Brides Helping Brides. We run the resale markets here in Columbus. Unfortunately, Our next one won't be until November um, due to COVID, but we do have the online Facebook group. Um, And then we have, we do have in October, the end of October, we do have a bridal show, a wedding show that we're going to have live and virtual. So you will get the choice of either attending live or, or attending in the comfort of your own seat. So, you know, bridal shows are a great place. I have to say they're, they're not dead. They are there's so much value in them so many vendors that are amazing and they give you out i mean great value you can find Mm -hmm. there great vendors and you save so much time in shopping for them all in one place and we make sure that it's a lot of fun lots of inspiration Mm -hmm. a lot of prizes everything you want so we um can't wait to get to the next podcast where we're gonna go through some full service venues but we want to thank you for your time today and we'll catch you later bye bye bye